0: Hello, everybody. Hi, how this are you? Is... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Beth. This is Roz. And you're listening to Big, Big Girls don't, don't Cry. Don't, don't cry, cry. Don't, don't cry. cry. I was listening to the last part episode, you know. And all you can hear is me singing the Big Girls Don't Cry. <laughs> I know, I sing. And, and and they... was I know. Oh. My no, God. I sing it purposely like. <laughs> That's a bit so that victory. you can't know. No, I sing it so that you can't really hear me because I'm not the best singer. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bet. Sure you're are. a better singer than me. So I don't want people to be like, oh, as, long as you I'm can't not sing. Singers, there you go. So this is the tea episode where you send in your dilemmas and we try our best to answer it. Obviously, our dilemmas range across a whole spectrum of subjects because we're so wise yeah (laughs) (laughs) so obviously like grief mental health relationships just what it's like growing up in your 20s um but obviously we're not professionals so but a problem shared is a problem halved isn't it yeah that's a good quote yeah that's what i that's what i believe yeah even though we're not professionals i think just talking about your issues (laughs) yeah your dilemmas it really helps so keep sending them in um at big girls don't cry podcast instagram or big girls don't cry podcast at outlook.com um and we will do our best to answer thank you as well for everyone who has sent in yeah. these dilemmas today so shall we just crack on yeah you're doing that thing crack <laughs> <laughs> i love it when beth does that <laughs> right so we got our tea shirt. Oh, yeah we need some do Clink, clink. Clink, clink, bitch. Clink, clink. Bitch. Mm. I'll read the first one. I've got an ulcer on my tongue. I hate... You had an ulcer on your tongue last time I saw you. Did I? Yeah. How are you? Yeah. It's not, it's not the same one. <laughs> you've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've been eating loads of sweets. I don't know. Or sugary stuff. Probably. Because <laughs> that I get ulcers when, I'm, when I eat sweets. So, first dilemma, I ignore my grief. Hey girls, I'm having a dilemma when it comes to ignoring my grief. My brother died in a car accident a couple of years ago and the way I've dealt with the trauma is by keeping insanely busy 24-7. I have to fill every inch of my day with something and it's becoming a bit obsessive. I feel like I'm ignoring my grief and therefore it might make it worse. What should I do? That's interesting. Mm. We, but we've both you, done that I think it's interesting that you recognise that you are like filling your days up yeah purposely, purposely to, and it's becoming an obsession so like you're freaking out if you don't have a section of your day filled up because then you'll be like that's when I'm gonna have to face my problems yeah I think we've both done that or we, hundred, we yeah. still do that <laughs> I, I've done that yeah I don't think at the time I realised I was doing it no in my A levels so. yeah Oh yeah, you were was was so young. Going crazy yeah. with my studies. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think I realised it. I don't. Or I don't. At the same time, I don't think it's bad. No, it's not. I don't think it's. It's a response. Bad. It's just a response. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, it's keeping you busy. Yeah. You're doing things. You're yeah. Doing things. Yeah. Um. I don't think. I mean. At the end of the day. I I mean, what does she mean by she's not facing? I guess she means, like, she's not allowing herself to think about it so she feels like there'll be a backlog of emotion or one day she'll just crack or... Because I've felt like that, like, I realised, I think it was during my l- my final year of uni when I finally cracked and I just had a complete meltdown mm. um, because I just ignored it for so long, and I kept so busy. And I think, like, but it's not a bad thing because that's just how your body responds, has responded to it and that's yeah. how you deal with it. Mm. Yes, you might have a meltdown, but that's just, you shouldn't feel bad about it because... You know, you keep, that's how you you're keeping going at the moment. It's about mm. survival. Like if you, if that's what it takes to survive, just to keep busy, then you just got to do. You've got to do that and not feel mm. guilty because. Th- th- you, at the end of the day, if you, even if you stop being busy, for example, and you had, you you sat down and you thought about it, you can't force yourself. You can't force anything out of you. You can't yeah. force your body to grieve. Um, it will come when it comes you've Mm -hmm. just you've just got to ride the wave and it will come yes it might come randomly it did for me but I feel like that at that moment you realize right now my body is accepting it and now I'm going through the grieving grieving process and you know you have like I said in a previous episode like you have days where you wake up and you just think yeah, today's not the day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I had all this stuff planned today, but you know what? I'm not in the right frame of mind. I yeah. need to just have a griefy yeah. day today. And so you'll have a lot more of those. And I think that is when you will start to heal and actually grieve. And that, you can't force that time to come. It just comes. And it will come. Um, but don't feel guilty, if even, if even if it doesn't come, to be honest. Like, because I don't know, it might not. Like, there's I, no right yeah. way, I can't, you know, there's no right way to say, will it come, will it Will it not? I just think you've just got to stop feeling guilty about the way you're dealing with mm. it, basically. I remember that I felt, oh, I don't have time yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. That might be a, a problem. Because mm. the thing is, I think I, I think I've been, you know... When the way I've dealt with my grief, I've felt like oh I've not got time for it. Yeah. Oh I've got so much to do. I've not got time. Yeah. to Grieve. That's how I feel. Man. I've not got time to just sit down and do fucking nothing. Yeah. I've got. So I've got much shit to shit do. Yeah. <laughs> I've not got time for this. Yeah. Um. And I think that's what's sad about losing a mum, like or a parent. Young, yeah. Is that you you know, you don't have time because no. this is the time to, you know, you've got to be getting your shit together. Yeah. Um, and to fit that pain in as well, That's the problem. It's, yeah. It's time consuming. It prolong—it prolongs it as well because... And sometimes you don't know when it's going to come. Like I remember yeah. like, sometimes I'd plan a day and like, it would get to like three o'clock and I'd literally be like, I really just want to lie in bed and cry yeah. and just yeah. do nothing. But yeah. then I'd be like, no, Beth, you've got this to do, you've got this yeah. to do, you've got this to do. And it would be like, it'd be a fight mm, mm. for me. It is a fight in your mind, isn't yeah. it? You, and it's energy as well. Like, sometimes I feel so drained. Like, yesterday, for example, my dad's birthday. It. I was so, I had so much to do on my to-do list, like, after our celebrations and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm so tired, I can't do it. Yeah. I actually physically cannot do it. My mm. eyes can't. I was my eyes were closing at like Mm. eight o'clock at night and I just had to go to bed and I just felt awful because I hadn't done what I had to do on my to-do list and um it's hard because you know it got it gets in the way of your productivity and I just I have no advice because I'm going through it myself Mm. like I just do not know what to do like sometimes it affects my work like there's nothing to say it's just i think what you've got to be is realistic yes i've got i I think that's an important word yeah it's realistic realistic yeah at the end of the day you've lost your parent Mm. it's gonna be hard yeah and it's not only i think what i struggle is not only you've lost your parent is she i think it was her sibling oh sorry your sibling yeah, I'm oh, sorry your sibling. You've not only lost your sibling mm. but you've got you've got um sorry I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You've <laughs> not only lost your sibling but you have all oil- Oh, I was gonna say I hate it when that happens. I know I hate that as well. Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> I can't remember. What, I was literally just saying something with such a good point. Oh, it'll come. It'll come to you. Your fault. I know. I'm so sorry. I feel like I I feel like I um, interrupted your train of thought. <laughs> I feel like that's a symptom of my grief as well. Just forget. Do you I get, like that. do you have memory problems? Oh my god, yesterday. Right? I had mad memory problems. I was driving and like. I've no, I get, I've got to know um, Seamus's area pretty damn well. Yeah, like I know where all the places are yeah. basically, and I I got this address that I go to pretty much every week, so I know exactly where it is and how to get to. Yeah, and I was like, right, so I've, I've got to go this way. I went the complete wrong way. <laughs> and I was actually driving. I was like, what the fuck have I just done? Like, why? It was really bizarre. But that's so weird, isn't it? I forgot to go the way I was yeah. going. Oh, I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, I think what I was going to say was, even though you've got this pain of your sibling, you've also got... <laughs> <laughs> what are you, are you oh saying? God. Like, she's got all the other stuff to do in her life. Like, she's got... I think, right. Like, with me obviously I can just talk about it from my perspective yeah. right I've not only got all the shit to do as a teenager and yeah. young adult and like where you need your mum yeah. you need to talk to them about whatever mm-hmm. but you've also so you've not got them anymore yeah so then you've got this burden of now the death which is what you'd want to talk to your parent about is mm. death but yeah. your parent has died yeah so you've got to talk to them about this pain. Yeah. So you've got to cope with all this pain. On As, your w- own, as yeah. well as, like, not having that person yeah. to talk to. Yeah. About it. Because mm. they're not here, because it's about yeah. them. Yeah. I think that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't think it is, but I, I can't remember what I was going to say. I think, to sum up, yes. I don't think there's, there's not a right or wrong It's just how you're dealing with it at the moment. i just say, you've just got to... I would Yeah. Go with it. Go with the flow. And I know you said you're ignoring your grief. Like, I think you need to stop being fearful of how you will deal with it when that happens, when the grief becomes heavy or whatever. Um, Just don't fear that, because you have to go through that to heal. You have to... Like, that... That's what I realised. I was so scared about, you know, I'm going to have a complete meltdown. I'm going to, like, be hospitalised. I won't be able to deal with it. You know, will I be suicidal? I think I was putting fear into it. When actually, when it eventually happens, I had, yes, I had a meltdown. I've had several meltdowns, by the way. Like, they don't stop. But every time after, you feel ten times better after. And each time, it's like a massive release. And that's just part of the healing process. you can't heal by ignoring your your feelings is what I've mm. learned. You heal from actually feeling those feelings and being a complete mess, but then you come out the other side and you always come out the other side. I think with me as well like i i i I'm dealing with so if I'm having a meltdown, yeah, which is probably completely to do with grief, yeah. I take it out on a different situation. Yeah. Say if I'd have an argument yeah. with a boyfriend. Yeah. It would actually be because. Yeah. I'm hurting. Yeah. I do but that. It'd yeah. Be, I, I disguise it. Yeah. As something else. Yeah. It's because it's so heavy, and you finally have a release, and it's like, it's it's really hard to explain. It's like something happens that you're upset about, but really then you start crying about your 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 mum or your yeah. dad or your sibling that's just died. Like, that's what you're really upset about. And because you've pushed that to the side for so long, it's finally coming out all at once. And it's overwhelming as fuck. Like, it's so overwhelming. But, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I, even last weekend, I don't know if I told you, but I had a complete meltdown. Because did. it was, I like, you did, you did. it was my first week at work and then Mm. dad's birthday was coming up and it was just all too much and then you know something happened I just like complete I I just was at home I just had a complete meltdown and then I realized oh I'm actually crying about dad yeah like what I thought I was sad about wasn't actually what I was sad about yeah um so yeah you'll just find ways of releasing it um naturally yeah definitely Okay, so I know this is really random but do you ever get a weird uncomfortable feeling that life is just moving too quickly and you don't think you are achieving things quite the way it's planned and everything actually completely out of your control? My question is that I'm scared my life isn't going to be the life I imagined for myself. How shall I get out of this fe- how shall I get out feel, out of feeling oh, yeah. like this? Oh. Hmm. I feel like you do put as humans we put a lot of expectations into what our life should be like and yeah. we romanticize our future a lot yeah very much and yeah. i think i love that word romanticize. Same, idea. you've introduced me to that word <laughs> <laughs> i f- i feel like as humans we don't live in the present no as yeah. much as we should we're always thinking about either the past or the future we're never actually thinking about the present and being grounded and do you know what helped me with that is writing um, a gratitude journal every day Mm. that really helps me to think right right now you know I'm thinking all these other things you know when am I going to move out of home um when am I going to I don't know, for example, when are we going to be promoted, blah, blah, blah. Like, when? when's this going to happen, when, when, when. when. My life's only going to be good when this happens. Mm. When actually, when you sit down and you write, actually, you know, I'm living with my family. Mm. I've got a roof over my head. I've got food in the fridge. I've got an amazing job right now. And it the wonders it does is... I can't describe it. Like it just makes you appreciate what it makes you feel happy with what you have now yeah. and not always thinking, I'm only going to mm-hmm. be happy when yeah. this happens. When this, ha-. because when that thing does happen, reality is you're still not going to be feeling completely happy. You're not going to feel fulfilled if you are never happy or fulfilled with your present situation. Yeah. That's never going to happen. It's unrealistic. So the answer in my opinion, is being present and practicing gratitude and just being grateful for what you have now. Um, And obviously still have goals. That's very important. Take minor steps to those goals um, because then you have something to work to. We all all need to have goals. But placing your happiness on that goal is when the issue is, isn't it? Yeah. Like thinking, I'm Mm. never going to be happy unless I do that. That's just not, that's too much. That is too much. I feel like social media plays a bigger part part for me. Yeah. This idea that you see all these people, you know, it's people our age younger buying houses Yeah. for themselves. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, wow. Yeah, no, I I feel like they're so out of reach for me. That is crazy. mm. I mean, I feel like for me, it's definitely going to come in the next few years, which I feel incredibly lucky for but um for me it, was you a very like dreamy child like did you did you think about oh, what what either be like when you're yeah 25 when you're 30 All the time. when when are you going to have kids? When are you going to get married? Blah, d- blah, blah, I did I never really thought about, like, marrying kids. But when I was younger, I always just knew I wanted my career to be my life. Like, that... I wanted to be successful in my career. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. I wanted to, like, buy my own house. I wanted to be financially independent. independent. That yeah. was my main goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's... To be honest, with me, it was just always, like, I want to be a fashion designer. Yeah. You know, when I'm going to... I want... To me, it was like, I want to do my degree fashion design and i want to run my own company and yeah boom my life's set but like as you're getting older i like well i'm 22 now i'm gonna finish my degree next year and i'm thinking to myself is there any way i'm gonna be running my own company Because like you need money for that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like you don't think of these things when you're little. Yeah. Oh, you need money. Oh yeah, you don't think of the logistics of it. You don't think of the realistic things about it. No, definitely hold these things. Yeah. Um, you know, so and that can be crushing to realize. I think it's crushing, yeah, because it's like, oh, because when's that gonna happen? Is my dream ever gonna come true? I think. You have to, as long as you're taking the steps towards it, I think, I I feel like you have to be optimistic. That's the only way that you will survive. Like, you, you need to believe that it will happen. You're putting in the work so it will happen. Yeah. And you are acting every day like it's happening, you know. You have to almost like manifest it, you know? Um, there's no reason why it shouldn't happen if you're putting in the work, in my opinion. Um, because I always believe that as long as you do the hard work, you can achieve whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That, like, no one can tell you anything. Like, nothing can stand in your way. Um, and I think having that fear in the back of your mind, it's not, when's it going to happen, it's never going to happen, is you have to almost just... Stop listening to that fear. Stop listening to those voices. Just keep going and, you know, it will happen. And I know I just said it will happen, but if it doesn't happen, you know, and the only reason why it wouldn't happen is if you, like, die, for example, die early. You're on the deathbed and it's like, you will be, like, on your deathbed, like, I did everything that I could. I have no regrets Mm. because I know it was going to happen. I did everything. And it's just a shame that it got cut off early but you have no regrets because you worked towards your goal I mean there's no there's there's nothing worse than having a goal and taking no action towards it because you will have those regrets Mm. whereas if you have a goal and you're doing everything you can um within reason to achieve it there's Mm. you you you're doing it anyway yeah like you're you're working towards that dream and that is a dream in itself like you're you I know you wanna go quicker, whatever, but mm. nothing happens overnight. Yeah. Nothing. You have to be patient and you're doing mm. everything that you can. As long as you're doing everything you can, it will happen. And when you say, um, I get this like uncontrollable feeling of like a fear of everything moving too quickly. Mm. I get that, do you? Like because I just think like i I'm twenty two now. I feel like I was seventeen, like yeah. Like, a minute ago. I do as well. Like I do. Like, when I think wow. about how old I am, yeah. Every birthday, I freak out. Every birthday. I, I freak out. I don't like my birthdays I anymore. I don't... I'm, sca- <laughs> I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm scared like, of shit. getting old. Yeah.
0: I feel like there's immense amount of pressure, personally, mm. of I'm not achieving everything that I'm wanting to achieve yet. Yeah. I get an immense amount of pressure. I, I do get that feeling as well. But... Like I said before, I think keeping yourself present is really important, and reminding yourself, everyone has different paths and different timelines. There's so much to compare yourself to, and I just think comparison. As soon as you stop start comparing yourself to other people, you've already lost. Like you're not living for yourself; you're living for other people now, and like you need to start living your timeline and. You are exactly. I am a strong believer that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, I don't. I try not to worry myself too much about that because at the end of the day, I'm exact. Like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. You know, divine timing. Have you ever heard of divine timing? Yeah. So the timing of the universe is like divine, as in it's perfect. So like, right. Everything will roll into place on your life path, you know, you just have to trust it, that's how I, you know, I wouldn't survive if I didn't believe that, like, I would have a fucking breakdown every day, because, like, I, I would be like, what, what, what am I doing in my life, I'd have existential crisis every day, but you just have to, like, have faith, and, like, just know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, and this is my purpose, and this, you know, you will feel when things are right or wrong as well, um, and yeah, forgot where I'm going. <laughs> I feel like it's a scary question. It's a very scary question, definitely. Um, and it's scary. Like life is so short, and life go does go quickly. You just have to make the most of it. I don't like the fact that we are in the unknown of when we will die. Yeah, no fear of the unknown, right? But that is—it freaks me out. Yeah, no, it freaks me out as well. Fear of the unknown. Oh. I know i try not to think about it but I feel it like is scary it, it's more raw to me because our parents have died yeah because i feel like when i say that to my boyfriend he's like mm? Mm. what do you mean yeah like, if anyone else i'm like oh what do you mean but to me i'm yeah. like it's the unknown i feel like i do feel like i have a t- I do feel like I have time pressure. I know I just said all that, but I do feel like I have time pressure because of what happened to my dad. He died when he was 50 years old, you know. He still had half his life yeah. cut short and he still had long-term goals. He still had, you know, he was in the middle of setting up a business at 50. Yeah. Um. So I've, I do feel like life's really short and like I, I'm i not achieving everything that I should because I'm like, what if I die and I'm 50 and I still haven't achieved that? Like, yeah. but I think at the end of the day, it's just you have to be realistic and stop putting so much pressure on yourself because mm. you just make yourself ill. <laughs> yeah. And like, like I said, you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now, and whatever happens, happens. You just have to remain in the present and and like be grateful of where you are right now, what you have. Mm. And just be happy with what you're achieving right now. You know? Yeah. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah, no, I think nice. I think you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> the <nail. laughs> um, oh, next next one. No, <laughs> thank you. Right. Grief is making me bad at my job. Hi girls, I'm having a major crisis. I lost my mum a couple of years ago and I'm still reading from the grief as we all know it will never go away. I'm very angry that I have lost my mum so young because the grief is making me super tired and therefore I'm making more mistakes at work. I want to be good at my job. My career is important to me and I feel like this is ruining it. What do I do? Oh Girl. <laughs> I feel this one. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes I feel angry that I have to go through grief. I feel I feel like it's a huge inconvenience for me. It is inconvenient. And I feel guilty yeah. for saying it because I just feel like I should be focusing on my career and my career is really, really important to me. It's always been important to me. Being successful is my main goal in my life and it always has been since I was young. And having sometimes days at work where I just can't ignore my grief and I feel sad, and I feel tired and I'm making mistakes... I'm really annoyed at the situation because I just want it to go away and I just want to be good at my job, you know. I just I just feel like it's just a huge inconvenience. Mm. Um so I don't really know what to say because I feel like I feel the same. Yeah. Um I think what I need to work on personally, and this would be advice for this this person and probably for myself, is maybe letting your employers know. Like, look, majority of the time I'm fine. My be honest, I like just say, look, my career is really important to me. I'm very committed to this this role, and I really, really want to do well. I don't want to let you guys down, but sometimes I do have days where I just can't concentrate. Yeah, and I need a bit of time away yeah um or i need a moment you know just to get my head together or sometimes i feel you know what do i do for example if i wake up and i feel like i can't do it um and i think it's hard though because you there's this culture of you know having to ignore you know you have to perform well at your job like it's your job you're paid to do that and you have to survive you have to pay your bills like but then at the same time we're only human i think companies need to really work on making their employees mental health a priority and putting procedures in place for individuals because everyone's going through something like whether it's grief whether it's like a divorce a breakup like whatever everyone's going through something in their life. So I think, like, companies need to do something... 100%. To, uh, to make their employees feel comfortable. To even say, like, look, I'm not having a good day today. Like, just... Can someone pick up this piece of work and I'll work on this, you know? Yeah. Like, I think even that... The work's still getting done. Like, you're swapping mm-hmm. bits of work. I don't know. Um I think this is the my problem with the whole work, like, industry. Working for... Companies, yeah, like the whole that culture of mm. working for companies. This world, we're not catered for giving people a rest, no, we aren't catered for sympathy, no, or you know, pity. Although, yes, we're privileged because we're in the first world country, you know, we are privileged mm. in that way, but at the same time, like, we're slaves to these people. Mm. I mean I'm not. I'm not talking <laughs> from my that I'm a slave. Like you yes mm. most people working a nine till five, you're mm. a slave mm. to this company. I mean not literally, but like <laughs> you're a slave because like they, there's no time they don't actually care about you. Do they? Do they? Yeah, I feel like. Do they, Rosanna? I feel like companies now are a lot better. I think they're a lot be- I it think they better. It depends on. They are getting better. I feel like because the conversation is being had, and I think also we're scared to ask as well, like, what is your procedure on mental health, mm. like. We're scared to ask because we assume that there's nothing in place. You know, it's like we assume it's like the royal family, you know, (laughs) like grin and bear it. It might not be like that. There might actually be something in place or, you know, your employee employer will be understanding. But as I've grown older and you realize that if they aren't catering to your needs or they're not, they're not, um, if you're not happy and you you realise that these people really don't give a fuck about you, then at the end of the day, you, maybe you need to find something else. Maybe, like, you, maybe you need to find a different company or start a little side project and end up working for yourself one day. Like, you have to just find something else. Yeah, basically. Um. Yeah. But I don't know, she said she really likes her job and, like, her career is really important. Um, yeah. Is there anyone I think you can talk to? Is, yeah. Like, like, is your boss yeah, I feel nice? Like... Is your boss going to be open? I mean, at the end of the day, we are all human. Exactly. Everyone is human. Exactly. So as much as people might be very business-minded... Mm. You don't know what's going on behind you know, the scenes. Do you, you know, if... We are human, yeah. Surely your boss isn't going to turn around and we go, "Fuck off, yeah." Pull yourself together. It's is that the fear? That of is how... a big culture. Yeah. I think of ten years ago, pull your shit together. Yeah, you know, That's what slap it was. yourself in the face yeah. and mm. get on and get on with it. Yeah, but we can't. We can't do that. That's just not. It's not realistic. Yeah, and I think also companies need to realise that when they do. Appreciate when they look after their employees, you, the the employees' um, productivity and work, um, their standard of work actually is better because they're not suffering burnout. For example, like when you're burnt out oh, and when you're working, there's just you may as well just not do anything it's because the standard of work's just not there, Shit. and you're not your mind's not in it. So when you are you know, have a good work-life balance, for example, Um, you have time to to eat, (laughs) you have time to sleep, like, you have time to rest and be with family. I think having that balance is really, really important because then you perform better and therefore the company Mm. performs better. So it is within their interest as much as yours for you to be good at your job. And if you're amazing at your job, and it would be within their interest to keep you there, like, there's no reason why they'd want to, like, say, Right, no, you're not, you're useless to us now, get out, Mm -hmm. like, we're going to replace you. Um, it would be within their interest to keep you because you are, at the end of the day, a valued, you're bringing value to the company and you're helping it grow. So, I think you need to you know appreciate what you what you bring instead of saying am I good enough for this company is this good is this company good enough for you like (laughs) switch it you know um yeah that's important yeah so yeah I think I personally think next steps having an honest conversation with your employer you know a a colleague that you trust you know your line manager or whatever just say you know I've got these concerns um you have any any advice or like what yeah what's the culture here with like mental health for example um and just go from there i think definitely and if there isn't any culture and you do love the company maybe you try and put something in place yeah exactly i think that would be really important Mm. and people would value it somewhere yeah exactly and you could be that person that opens that mental health conversation you know um, I think having people that, like a mental health department or whatever, um, mental health, what are they called? Supervisors or something. Mm. Like, you know, like first aid people, but mental health. I think that would be really cool. Mm. Like, you know, people that you go to when you're having a bad day or you've got concerns and then they sort it out, or not sort it out, but like make adjustments to Mm. their work day just to you know make make it a little bit easier for that person Mm. so they can still perform at their job you know because at the end of the day it's your job you have to turn up to work um but you love your job anyway so you have no problem turning up to work it's just the standard of work if you're having a bad day yeah so I think if I was a manager for example and my employee was having a bad day I'd say do you know what I'm gonna take that piece of work off you and give you this piece of work instead, because you know it's a it's a lot nicer piece of work. And yeah, you know, make little adjustments whatever you can, because that's what managers are there for. Do you know what I mean? So You are there to manage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, that's my advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. Um, yeah, we hope. Help hope helped okay hi girls love the podcast thank you thank you my question is how do you get a better relationship with your boyfriend's family i have been with my boyfriend for a year Mm. and i've always felt slightly awkward with his family obviously i can talk to them but if my boyfriend's out then i find it really hard to make conversation etc as i feel nervous i thought it would pass but it's been a year and nothing has changed help Mm. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. She must be like just quite a shy person. I think it's. I mean, your boyfriend's family is like. It is nerve wracking. Yeah. If you are a shy person, if you're an anxious person, I mm. think it is all. It is. Hard because it's like you don't know what level of relationship they want with you. Yeah. So. It's a bit of like a hit and miss situation. Yeah. You don't know Yeah, this is true. Where to place yourself. Yeah. You don't, do you know not yeah. I mean? No, totally. You don't you know. You don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like it is It's, it's only been a year though. I think, I think, I think a year is quite I think that's quite short. Short. I do, yeah. To form, you know, a, a certain level of bond with I had family, family. Yeah. definitely cuz like think about your 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 actual family like you've known them since you were born so you've just come into this new family and like you're expecting that same level of closeness that you have with your own family I just think that's unrealistic especially after a year yeah I mean definitely. like that's I mean that's obviously the goal but it's not always you know, like you said, you don't know what level of closeness they're looking at, or you don't know the the bond that they're looking for. So, I don't know, I just feel like you have to just be natural. Just let it stop putting too much pressure on yourself at the end of the day. That's just who you are. Um, and, like, from thinking about, because I've been with Shamus for three years, Yeah. I think my relationship has got really close over the past year. Yeah. So since... That's the third. third... That's the third year. So since the first year... I think I was always close, but I mm. think it's gone to another level now. Yeah. Well, because you're living there I, as well. Yeah, living there, that helps, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, you feel nervous. Mm. I don't know, just maybe just... Because you don't want... I feel like the thing is with mums especially, if it's the son, like, they are very... Like, if you're not making effort... Mm. I mean, this is obviously speaking from one type of mum. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, if you're not making effort, they probably won't like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah? I haven't really had that experience, but I think, like... I don't know, yeah, I think the parents are intimidating, definitely. Very intimidating. Because you just want to be, you want to show that you're good enough for their, their child, son or yeah. their daughter, you know. Um, you want to prove yourself, so it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot. I feel like people, actually, when they're getting into a relationship, they don't think about that fam- that 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 aspect. No. They don't think about, like, oh, what's their mum going to think? Yeah. What's their dad going to think? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the sibling's going to like me, because it's, a, you know, I couldn't think of anything worse if you, you know, met your boyfriend's family and you didn't get on. Yeah, no, that would, I would, I would hate I that. Mean, that would be, I, I could I not couldn't, imagine. No, I have to, I have to feel comfortable or like fit or know that the family likes me. Yeah. Like I ca- I but that's just me, I can't stand the thought of people not liking me yeah, <laughs> in general, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, so, yeah, but being proving yourself is important to me, and like proving that you're good enough for their son or their daughter is is important to me, so I do understand that pressure, mm-hmm. and but I also think, I don't know, she said um in it didn't she um when my boyfriend leaves yeah it's awkward or I something. feel awkward um I I mean I remember at mm. the very start when Seamus first left me like alone yeah <laughs> I, f- I remember feeling that. Like, oh god like do I go do I make um, do I make a cup of tea can I make a cup of tea yeah do you felt... like, yeah can I make a cup of tea <laughs> like even the basic thing yeah oh can I get the toilet <laughs> <laughs> that's how you feel really like so you felt a bit awkward i mean i don't know why i think that. Yeah. i think that was just me i think you i think it's overthinking i remember once i think she was the first going out <laughs> she um everyone was out except she brother and dad yeah and they had the biggest argument oh my fuck. I mean, screaming, like... With you in the room? Look, me, uh, I was in Seamus' room. It was the morning. <gasps> oh, my God. So I was, like, waking up, like... Yeah. And oh, Seamus' so cool. brother and dad were having, a f- honestly, the biggest argument ever, like, <laughs> screaming, that. And I was like, do I go out? Do I really <laughs> need <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> I'm not joking. I was waiting in the room. For like two hours because they were the la- oh, i got lasted for fucking ages and i was like oh my god do i like, can i just go downstairs and make a cup of tea i didn't know what to do with myself because we were having an argument and i was just like oh my god I what did what you do me. what did you do i just waited because i didn't want to like yeah. just walk out and again. be like hey be like, hi that would be so awkward I'm like hi yeah. i've heard the whole argument. yeah um, yeah that's too awkward Oh, there's actually so many funny stories, actually, because when se- se- Seamus and his dad had a massive argument, and we were doing- we'd only been together for a few months, and um, Seamus' dad went, get her out of here now. And obviously, some as that, you're like, they mustn't like me. Yeah. To say, get her out of here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> his, his dad doesn't like me. But his dad was using it like to annoy, like Shamus, um, like to be like, "Oh, get her out of here," because he knew that it would, it would touch a soft yeah. spot, Um But I remember I was fuming because I was like, "What fight? I've not done anything." Yeah, and I was fuming, and like um, an hour later, his dad came up and apologized to me, mm. and Seamus' mum said, "That's the first time he's ever apologized to anybody <sighs> ever." And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> it's so funny, but like, yeah, I think just try as much as it's it it feels awkward and you might mm. not know what to say. I feel like you've just got to try and make conversation. Yeah, you've just got to try and make conversation. Now, how's the job? I know it sounds weird. How's the job? Yeah, small talk. Small talk. i mm-hmm. will be painful at first, but the only way you're gonna st- Build a bond is if you get to know each other at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. So you've just got to... Do you know what always helps? A few glasses of wine. (laughs) uh, No, you know what? It does. Yeah. Just be like, hey, bring, you know, bring a bottle of wine round next time you go for dinner. Say, hey, guys, I got you this. Obviously, they'll pour you a glass, pour you another glass, pour you another glass. And then it would just be a lot easier just to be natural and just strike up conversation. I mean, I feel very lucky that I've developed mm. a bond with my boyfriend's parents yeah. the way I have and fam immediate family. Yeah, because I feel like I could genuinely just be like to James's mum. Yeah. Oh, do you want to go for um, dinner tonight? Yeah, I feel like it. It all depends on the the parents because I do. Actually, it depends yeah. on how personable they are. Um, you know, they set the tone at the end of the day, so I think because they might not want to have that kind of bond exactly, with you. exactly. So I think you just got. If um, they're quite conservative. Yeah, they might just want it to be at that level. Oh, I think, how's you? How's the job? Yeah, I feel like how's you can. How's this? How's that? That's it. That's it. Yeah. So I feel like it depends what you want. Is that is that what you want in a relationship? Because. I think you need to see how important is that bond with their family import- to you. Like, if that's what you really want, then maybe you're even with the wrong person. Um, there's a lot to think about. Because to me, it was important to build a bond with yeah. James's family. it's important to me as well. So I think, like... But a year is also a very short time. It is, yeah. So I think give it a bit more time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I hope that helps. Yeah. Are we on the last one now? Yeah. Okay, this is called I'm Too Kind. (laughs) Hi, I am friends with a group of five girls and we have been friends for a long time. However, I always feel left out and get the feeling that they don't like me. They treat me like shit, always rude to me, being blunt towards me and making fun of me. I'm too kind and caring towards them. I always go an extra mile to make them all feel special. For example, I will be that friend that waits for them to tie their shoelaces whilst the rest of the group walks off, for example. I know they wouldn't do the same for me. This has been a problem in all my relationships. I always give more than I receive. How do I change? I always feel like I want to become more of a bitch because I hate hate being taken for granted. Ooh. that was interesting i feel like i know this person's star sign she's a libra i saw something the other about... <laughs> day about star signs and i was gonna get it you and send it i can't remember what it was though so... <laughs> was it a book or I something i don't know what it was oh, i don't know but... <laughs> um Oh, this is a pickle because mm. i i'm i feel like i'm not i mean i am kind but i'm quite harsh as well really i thought you you have heart, <laughs> you're kind i'm kind but like for me i'm just gonna tell the girl you need to just tell them to fuck off <laughs> but she's not gonna do that no she's a bit like me i think i i'm kind but i am blunt yeah. If I'm not happy Because you're, about you, you're a Scorpio. If I'm not happy about school, that's it. <laughs> We're over. <laughs> <laughs> There's no leeway with me. <laughs> I feel like these people aren't your friends. I mean, they're not, let's be honest. <laughs> these people aren't your friends. What are you talking about? Like, be, making fun of you, treating you like shit, making mean <laughs> you on your friend Yeah, I wouldn't tolerate that. Even I wouldn't tolerate that. <laughs> like that's how mean they are. Like I tolerate it? a lot of shit in my time, and I'm still like I'm trying to be kind to everyone, but I just couldn't. I would just. Is so the difference between being kind and being a pushover? Yes, definitely. I think there is. And I'm telling you now, these people are not your friends. No. 100% not. You need to cut them But I It's mean, sad that she feels like this is the way it is with all her relationships. Yeah, she gives more than she receives. And trust me, girl, I'm, I'm with you. But Do you feel like you give more than you receive? 100%. Is that with me as well? No. <laughs> no. I just, I, I mean, like, I know what it's like to go the extra mile and yeah. feel like no one would do that for you. And I think it's taken me a long time to... It's just, like, realising who are those people that you want to do that for and potentially get nothing back. Because I do think that um, that's just who you are as a person. I don't... Yeah, I don't think... Like the kindest thing, like going above and beyond. Like, some people, I genuinely believe, they aren't wired like that. Yeah, no, some people just aren't wired like that. Some people I mean, will do the, the bare minimum. Being nasty and being actually like bullying someone. Yeah. But I think as a friend, like, if people, I don't know, like with us, like, don't message you on mm. an important anniversary. Yeah. And. Some people aren't wired like that. Yeah, some people don't think don't, like some that. Don't that think. That's it. That's what it is. Like they're not people... wired. Yeah, basically, they'll never be. They'll, they won't. Yes. Yeah, like to me, it's like it doesn't matter how much you tell somebody, mm. um, some like that's upset you, or whatever. Th- that will never change. Mm-hmm. They're they're wired in that particular way. And it's like with me, with this whole, with, I've got a problem with texting people. Mm i'm not very good at it yeah we know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not And am like for, for the past i'm not joking how hard i fucking try <laughs> i am not i've just admit i'm just gonna admit it i'm not you are, yeah. wired mm. to be like that yeah. i think i'm a great friend yeah definitely. and i think i'm good when i'm with people yeah but i'm not a good friend in the sense that i'm not wired to mm. just think oh, i'm gonna text someone yeah I'm not, I'm not wired like that. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Yeah. But, and I think with the whole, like, giving things, certain people just aren't wired mm. like that. Yeah. And you just have to accept that. I think, I think you also need to, I think you don't need to change. Like, I'm still going through this. Um, I'm going through this myself. Like, I, th- it's taken me a long time to realise that you don't need to change. Like, keep that's just who you are, that's, that's you, you're, you're a giver, um, but I think it's just the difference between being kind and treating people, it's all about treating people how you want to be treated, but it's, but it's recognising boundaries, and it's also recognising when someone just genuinely isn't a good person, and that's when you think, right, there's, I'm not giving that person my time anymore, they don't deserve it, um, it's just finding that balance, I think, and like not, and giving that to yourself as well. Like, you need to treat yourself with the same amount of kindness that you treat other people. Um, so, you need to th- take a step back and think A, do these p- people deserve me? Mm, by the sounds of it, no. Mm. These people are not your friends. So, I think if I was in your position, I would have a long, hard think about even associating myself with these people because I personally wouldn't. I would just completely cut them off Um, if, if I was in this position. And I wouldn't even give them an explanation. I'd just be like, you know exactly what you've done. Like, you're horrible to me. Um, So I just think you need to find that same energy that you give to other people and give it to yourself. Yeah. And you you know who your real friends are. You're like, you'll know. Like, you'll find your real friends and even if you're still giving more than you receive like at the end of the day the this the the um bare minimum is being kind to someone and your friends aren't kind to you yeah so why are you even being kind to them yeah like it's just not good no so I think in this instance I think you just need to like find new friends <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But she said that she feels like that's with all relationships. I know. So what is she's scared of it happening just constantly for our life. I m- just m- you might you might be ge- I'm this sound really under me. you might be giving this pushover energy. Yeah. Maybe you need to, you know. Pe people think people right. I had this in my last relationship right. I tolerated so much shit that yes. no matter what they do they know that you'll never leave because you yes. haven't left no matter how many times you threatened to leave you didn't actually leave so I think it's you and you you know I'm still learning like everyone's still learning I think as time moves on and the more experience you get etc you you start thinking thinking different and and you look back and you think why did I do that like why did I allow that to happen and that has to happen for you to realize your mistakes and think I will not let that happen again and I will recognize that and so I think it's all part of even you like contacting us and saying like this I know I'm a push well not pushover but I know these people are, are not worthy of me yeah um and that's the first step basically yeah. to recognizing that you need to set boundaries because people will take 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 yeah if you, if they know they can take they will so I, I think, think so. Yeah. as soon as you say that I'm not doing this anymore and they'll be like oh they'll realize what they had you know so you know people don't realize what they have until they're gone so I just think you need to you know step up your self-worth and be like you know these people aren't good enough for me so even in your relationships I think it's important to recognize when someone is taking advantage of you and even if you can't recognize that in moving yourself ask your friends like in every situation ask your friends or family like look this happened am I being taken advantage of? And because it's so much easier for someone from the outside looking in to seeing that, you know, I can't even tell you how many times my friends would be like, what are you doing? Like, you need to leave. And, you know, when you're in a situation, you'd be like, I can't, like, I'm not strong enough or whatever. But so it takes someone looking in. 100%. And telling you you're being taken advantage of. And then it's up to you to set that boundary and make it stop. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's my... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've covered it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last dilemma as well. That is, yeah. So we hope you've enjoyed the tea episode today. I certainly have. Have we both got a meme? <clears throat> a meme? Oh, I never have one prepared but. I never have one prepared, but we might as well have a look. Oh, I thought this was quite like... Let me go on Twitter. 6pm curfew for men. Did you see that? No. 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 Did you not hear about this? No. Right. So you know how obviously the rape that rape happened, yeah, and kill murder of Sarah, yeah. Um, obviously it's like provokes this whole like you need to educate men, blah blah blah. Yeah. Firstly, do you agree with me when I say we already have educated men? Mm. All men know you shouldn't rape. Yeah. Or harass. Yeah. So, whether we educate them, they're going to choose... If they want to rape or harass, they yeah. will do it anyway. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Right. So... <laughs> it's just a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, it's just a horrible person. Yeah. Anyway, this female politician said, I want to propose a 6pm curfew for men. They're not allowed outside after the 6pm. A ri- A British... Female politician seriously suggested that. That's just not realistic. But this means... I don't understand what's a curfew. That is, in they have to stay at home. Yeah, if any man is found outside of a building after 6pm, they'll be, like, basically fined or imprisoned. Well, that's just, like, not realistic. Anyway, this means there's 6pm curfew for men. Okay, let's see how many birds are gonna tarmac the M twenty seven at two AM. What? Let's see how many women are gonna tarmac the M twenty seven at two AM. Oh, Cause obviously I all see. men like the men are like doing them jobs. Aren't oh, they? I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that took me a while to get. <laughs> <laughs> I have um What? I always like like funny tweets. Uh, if Prince Philip is still going, then so can I. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Prince Philip, now? How old? Yeah, ninety nine, I think. Jesus. Yeah. Ninety nine. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, he's gonna get a letter from his own wife yeah. <laughs> what, what was it I saw the other day it was like um, one Charlie XCX song and that man is gone <laughs> <laughs> oh like one fantastic sweet and that man is gone <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, so funny. Oh, but yeah hope you enjoyed the ep yeah this is Beth and this is Roz and you're listening to because girls. Don't, 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 don't cry don't cry don't <laughs> cry